Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to episode number 18 of The Backcourt. I'm one of your hosts, Giuseppe, joined by my co-host, Terrence. Yes, sir. TG30. Oh, yeah. Terrence, do you hear the music that is playing right now? That always goes with our intro? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, you hear like, yeah, that sounds good, right? Yeah, man. No, we yeah. can't actually hear that. Um, Yeah, man. <laughs> the, <laughs> the playoffs started over the weekend. So we, we got to talk before we even get anything. I cannot believe the Warriors didn't make the playoffs. Adam Silver oh, is either a genius or an idiot because of okay, this. Okay, why? I mean, he he doesn't control the games, Terrence. It's not come on. No, not, tell me but what as far as with the playing tournament, right? Like he's an advocate for you know the playing tournament. So, which, which is I I liked by the way. What did you think of the overall playing tournament? You into it? You know what? I did like it. I you didn't. I, I did. I did. did. Yeah. I I, I didn't. Too. I didn't think I would. I you know, watching the Warriors get in. I mean, not not the Warriors. Watching the Wizards get in was cool. I don't think they de- deserve to get in. If you want me to no. be honest, no, they didn't. I didn't think they deserved it. No. I just, you know, they just, but they won those two games. They won those two games that they yeah. needed to win. To they get fit, in. fair and square. They they did what they needed to do. Exactly. I agree that they probably didn't deserve it. Um. Yeah, you know, um, but 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 this but this is why the, the playing tournament works, right? The tenth seed just made the playoffs, which is what the whole point of it was, right? Like now you can be in the eleven, twelve seed, still have that chance to get a ten, which means you get to eight. You know, right. like it, it worked. But now we get to watch John Morant over Steph Curry, and I'll tell you this: I wasn't disappointed. Listen, I like John Morant, I like the Grizzlies. <laughs> I, was, I, I wasn't disappointed. Well, obviously, in the end, we'll get to this. I said that that the Grizzlies would beat the Spurs. Because I think they're just you did you you called they, it you did call listen, it listen man I think they're a ta- they're more they're, so, they're, more, they're more talented than we realize like they they won like what thirty eight games something like that it was a pretty good season for them. it wasn't like amazing but that team is like almost exclusively young guys outside of like Valanciunas yeah. they're all like dudes in like their third second I think they're year. the youngest team in the playoffs right yeah. now and they're just they they they're scrappy man they work hard they want to be there and I can't believe that the Warriors lost the Lakers lost was surprising you know lebron hit that just i don't know if it was a lucky three if you want to call it that or it was, what a, it was, it was. a lucky three it was a lucky three it was a, like yeah we can get into this now like let you let's you want to let's let's do all the quick stuff hey my black person of the of the week black player shout excellence. out black excellence goes out to jamal carford um well, just because jamal carford is dope and also the last team he was on is the brooklyn nets and yeah. also he's still he technically the, not retired. I feel bad. Technically, but, he's not right. He should mm-hmm. be in the NBA um, right now. He'll be a great asset to any team. 100%. Do you know what his first name is? Um, not his Jamal. first name. Name's no. Aaron Jamal Crawford. So there's his trivia for you. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Um, three time six man of the year. First the first three time six man of the year. One of only two people. And I can't. That award should be named after him. I, I, I thought that one they yeah, but he'd have to like time. he'd have to have like a tragic demise for that to happen. Yeah, so and that sucks because it's not he he shouldn't have to you know be. Well, I mean, Lou Williams has three of them. So, but Lou Williams came after Jamal Crawford. He was the first ever to win it three times. That's that's a good point. I mean, you make so a like point. the award, the six man a year award should be named after Jamal Crawford. But you know, I'll write into the NBA PA about that. Yeah, get on um, and. That's it. Shout out to Jamal Crawford for being for being great. Somebody needs to pick him up and put him on a team. And that's yeah, I think, it. I think it's too late, but yeah, I agree. 
That's it. Um, now let's get to the shits. It's back let's into it. Sorry, shits. Jamal. No, 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 um, no. Let's, let's get to the shits. It's playoff time. But yeah, man, I think, listen, I, the war, like the Lakers winning, I was surprised. I don't know. Like the, the, the Warriors just don't have enough firepower, man. It's just Steph Curry. Draymond needs to at least be more aggressive. Like I understand you don't need to score a lot of points, but you've got to be able to score 10, 12 a game, like, like every game. Cause if you're not looking for your shot, it's just all on Steph. Like Wiggins is just whatever. And, and Kelly is apparently injured. It's like, dude, you got they need more firepower. The reports that came out that said, um, uh, uh, Draymond did have a meeting with ownership and requested to be more part of the offense. Now, is that really I, his, but is that his decision that he's not scoring? Cause he has the he ball would, in his hands. I, all the and, time. and that's what I would, that's a, literally what I, I was just about to say. I would argue that you are part of the fucking offense. He, 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 he was like third. He's like you third can't shoot. You can't, you can't shoot. And he used to be you able can't to see finish at the basket. He he's, finished. He's, he can't do those two things that he needs to do in order to be, you know, a quote unquote, more part of the offense. It's just a simple fact that you're not scoring, but you're going out there and getting double doubles um, and assistant rebounds yeah. you know, frequently. Yeah. Frequently. Somehow. Only so, guy in the NBA does that consistently. Right. So it's almost like a, Hey, play your role. Like Dude, this, he was fourth in the NBA in assists, 8.9 assists. Man, that's, you have the ball in your hands a lot. If you're averaging nine assists a game. Play a role, know what you're good at, and be happy in that and say, look, this is what I bring to the team. This is what's helping us win. That's it. When Clay comes back, he's going to make up for those 20 to 25 points that you're not getting. He's going to make up for that. This is my prediction, by the way. If Steph, Clay, Draymond are all healthy next year, Clay comes back as all-star form, which I believe he will, um, I think they are top four seed in the West. I I agree. I think those three can get you there. They already proven they can do it. And it really just depends on what happens this offseason. Like they know they need they need a good sixth man, I think is what they need right now. Um, I don't know who, but a good sixth man would be good. And they just need some Jamal more Crawford help. Jamal Crawford sounds nice. <laughs> did he ever play? He never played in Golden State, did he now? Yeah, Jamal Crawford would so. be good. He would be a good choice. Um oh, he did play in Golden State. Yeah, he played there in 2008, yeah, 2009. So. He played yeah. for most of the season. Average 20 a game, Terrence. There you go. Choice. He they, can still get you, you know, 15 points off the bench. Easy. Easy. Yeah. But I think, I think what the Warriors need, they obviously need some help on, in a lot of ways, but I think the biggest thing they need, they need some like bench because those three, that trio is still fantastic. But like they, they won those championship with Andre Godala and Sean Livingston always coming off the bench, providing for them. And they have nothing right now, you know, no one that reliant. So they need that is my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't believe they lost both those games. That was a they loss on a lucky shot from LeBron. I, I have to because if he missed that, it would have been over, it OT. And then I don't know. I feel like they would call it what it is. It was a lucky shot. I think if we go to overtime, I think the Warriors pull it out. I agree. I, I, I like. I I just can't see it any other way. LeBron claims he shot at the middle rim. Yeah, come on now. Come, Shut come up, on, LeBron. <laughs> We don't believe you. You need more people. That was something we talked like, about the other day. It was when, um, what game was it against the uh, the Suns game? I, I mean, you were talking about he, this is my my listen. If you think LeBron's better than MJ, MJ's better than LeBron, it's all irrelevant, right? Whoever you think is fine because they're the only two people ever. Ninety five percent of the NBA, anyone who watches NBA would say one of them too. So it really doesn't matter who's actually the best. My biggest complaint about LeBron easily is that he just bitches so 
fucking much. Like mm-hmm. everything. He has to always whine about getting hit. He has flops all the time. Mm-hmm. He has to just bitch about every time he's going to get a call every time. It's like, listen, I lo- LeBron's a phenomenal player. He, I mean, come on, obviously. But that shit is irksome, Terrence. And like I that is the that opposite of, of Michael a Jordan. a lot of people about him. That's the opposite of Michael Jordan. I don't like, Michael Jordan, I'm sure he complained about calls here and there, but he was not just crying every other fucking second. I think when you go and and a lot of people say why they don't like LeBron and you be like, you don't really have a good reason. And they bring up the stats and they bring up all this and they bring up all of this stuff, the greatness that he is and the greatness that he does. When I look at the game and I see that, I get upset. It makes me, yeah, it makes me not like you. It makes me, you know, and, and then I said that I said on this show that I'm growing to appreciate LeBron because I don't want, what happened to Kobe for me to look years back and be like, man, like I missed out on all the greatness because I just hated him or whatever. See, the reason why I had a dislike for Kobe is completely opposite um, from the reason why I have a dislike for LeBron. Kobe made me hate him because he was destroying every team I liked. He's, he never let up. He he just way, completely. It was like talk, there was talk about no that stopping on inside him. the NBA. Where like they were doing like a charity event for like Hurricane Katrina victims, and 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 he was like well, a bunch of all stars were there. And Kobe was on the bus. Was like, by the way, I just want everyone to know, it, I'm I'm playing for real right now. You know, so like you you need you need to play as well or get the hell out get the hell off the bus. You know, because that's the way he was. He's the ultimate competitor, and that's mm-hmm. it, it's. I'm sorry, man. LeBron is just irritating. Like, and that's the thing. The other day in that game, like. You know, Chris Paul kind of hooked him on the arm, but he flopped and like fell on his back and was like, oh, I'm the hurt. It's like, come on, man. Like, just play the game, you know, like just stop bitching. It's just it's just annoying. And it, it, and it doesn't make me feel like, oh, he's so good. It's like, well, no, I don't look at that. So now what's going to happen is he's going to be like, oh, well, you know, I was in the playoffs and, you know, I played with one arm and, we, we, and we, one eye. We talked about that too, right? Like when and, he inevitably one, one listen, ankle. I, I believe the Suns are gonna win this series. And if and if and when they do, you know he's gonna go, you know, I was just banged up. Yeah, you know, I my my ankle, my head, and he's gonna give you all these excuses. I had a peg why. leg. Yeah, I had a peg, yeah. Uh, there was three hoops I shot the middle. Shut up. You sound like a drunk. <laughs> yeah, you sound like you're drunk. You sound Come like on, a drunk. LeBron, just... how'd you make that shot? It was just, uh, it was just uh, three of them. I was the one. <laughs> oh, man. sound like Special Stallone right there. Um, uh, all right, Dan, let's get on to the show proper. That's where he got it from. He got it from Rocky. <laughs> Is that it? Um, you know what I was thinking so. about, man? You know what I was thinking about, man, Terrence? What's what could have been? What could have been, Terrence, if Kawhi never left the Spurs? Remember, they were coming off of two 60-win seasons. You know, they had, they still had Tony Parker and Ginobili playing well. They still had, you know, Aldridge was in his prime. Kawhi was balling. Yeah. Like, what could have been, you know? Kawhi was a domino effect for a lot of things in the league. That's what I'm saying. Like, since he left, it was like, well, they got DeRozan, who's good, but is nowhere near as good as Kawhi Leonard. won our championship. Yeah, and it's just like that, the team now, they're just, they're kind of in a weird in-between where they have like a bunch of young talent and a couple of vets and it just... I don't know, man. I just I really wonder, like, had that situation not gone down, had he not gotten injured, or how they handled differently, like I don't know, they they might have a championship right now, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just it is. I don't know. I think about that. I'm like, that's really sad, you know? Because Kawhi is perfect for the Spurs dynasty. He's like he's just like Tim Duncan. He has no emotion. He just does his thing and plays well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, just thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a good idea. I mean, it's a good thought. Uh, yeah. but. 
I, I think it's pretty simple. Like, you know, we just would have a pretty, uh, maybe a standard league. Like, you know, they wouldn't, he, that means he wouldn't be on the Clippers, which means that the Clippers would still be irrelevant. Well, yeah, but best thing, who knows what would happen? Everything would change, right? Yeah. If, who, what would Toronto have done? Would they have, would they have traded someone else? Would they have traded one of these guys for someone else? Oh, you know? maybe. Yeah, would they have made a trade for someone else? Like, yeah, what would have happened? Like, I don't know. There's just so many different permutations. You never really know yeah. what happened. You know, where would Paul George go? Like, all these things. And it's like, man. Well, in the it, alternate it, universe, that did happen. Yeah, it did. The multi, the multiverse theory. Yeah. And speaking of the Spurs, Terrence, what do you think of a com- this comparison? Jeff Green kind of being like our Ginobili. Comes off the bench, can run, kind of, can do what he can pass, can drive, shoots a three ball. Like, it just gives you a good sixth man spark. Um, I, I'm not. Eh. No, it's, not it's, I don't, I don't know if it's, Ginobili esque. I feel like I, he is though. He comes. He, he he comes and he plays big minutes off the bench, and he does a little bit of everything. And you know? he finishes with the starters. Yeah, like he he he's a trusted sixth man. That what doesn't he do? Right, he gets involved. He gets guys involved. He he, he attacks the rim if he needs to. He'll, you know, sit in the corner. He kind of does a little bit of everything. You know, he rebound like. He just kind of does like everything. Like he's, it's a, I don't want to say garbage man because not necessarily what he's doing. Yeah. But he just kind of comes in and does a little bit of everything. No, no, no. I see it. I see it. I'm not. I'm not against it. I see it. I think more so like I was looking for a comparison at his position. Yeah, I um, guess that's a little different. Obviously, different yeah. forward and Ginobili's more of a two. But yeah, no. But I I see it though as far as the impact on the game, um, in the team that he has for sure. Yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Terrence, what do you think about? Um, so Max Kellerman said that uh, he thinks James Harden, because he thinks the Nets are going to the finals. He thinks James Harden was going to win finals MVP, right? Which I think actually could make sense because I, I can really see a situation in which Harden averages a triple-double or close to a triple-double for the whole, post, the whole postseason. You know, he basically did that when he was playing. And like you, I think he's you definitely see him do that. He's going to be playing more minutes now, you know? Um, I think if it's you have possible, a guy but averaging, I think they would give it to KD. But I think if you have a guy averaging damn near a triple double, and that's thing, everyone is seeing the impact Harden's having on this team. Like sure. it's so obvious. So I think I can actually see that a situation where he does do that. For sure. I mean, again, it's I think when you look at it, you gotta go, okay, well, James is averaging closer to triple double. Well, James is averaging a triple, let's just call it. He's averaging a triple double for the for the playoffs, right? Yeah. But KD is averaging 32, 32 but, and yeah. like nine, <laughs> you know, like, like that's a, that's a tough choice. And if you ask I, that's me, what I'm saying, I think, but I, they, think, I think they give it to KD. I think people kind of want to see James Harden get it. And you know, it's a, you know, these things are always about oh, the for narrative sure. I, I, for sure. It's about the narrative, right? Like people want, like people love what James Harden's doing. And I think it's for the same reason we love it. He's kind of playing the best basketball of his career because he's harnessed all the best parts of his game and he's taken out some of the bad ones. He's I'm just, happy nobody's he's just, hating on him too. Yeah, for the most part, people are. Yeah, and I think it's because, like I said, he's not dribbling for 20 minutes, kicking it out. He's kind of trying to get guys involved. He's passing up a lot of like, he's not taking as many just step backs, right? Because he's not trying to just be a scoring machine. He's just trying to get guys involved. And I think no, no better example is Nick Claxton. He when, love, when him and Claxton, dude, when him and Claxton play together, it's so different than when Claxton plays without him because he gets Claxton involved. He puts him in the right spots, 
And they just, they have a good synergy together, man. Like, I don't know. Like, Claxton was so yeah. not as good without Harden. Man. It's just, it's crazy. I don't know. I don't know if it's because Kyrie isn't as much of a passer or if it's because Harden and him are kind of like him and Claxton are kind of similar height or what it is, you know, if it's just strictly because James Harden loves just being a playmaker. I don't know what it is. I'll tell you this, though. I love watching uh, Kyrie play with Harden because I like seeing Kyrie just kind of like go off, but he doesn't always have the ball in his hand. He's not bringing it up. James is bringing it up. So it's like it kind of balances out those stupid mistakes that he does when he has the ball in his hands. Exactly. Exactly right. You know, so when I it's like having James bring the ball up and kind of run the floor and run the plays, it's like, well, Kyrie, you're only going to get about three of those idiotic shots before I stop, you know, just giving it to you first. It goes around. And especially in especially late game situations, Kyrie isn't going to go, well, let me just force a shot up. It's like, well, no, if you don't have a shot, you know, you need to figure out hard and get kicked right. Someone needs to get involved Mm -hmm. because if you take a stupid shot, everyone's going to go, why didn't you just pass it? You had no shot. There's other people involved. Right. You know, so that's the one thing I like. And I love KD getting in everybody's face. I love seeing it. I I watch, I watch the body languages at the the house and everything. KD gets at everybody when they fuck up. And I think it's almost, it's, it's, he's been doing this for kind of years. I remember like when he was with OKC and Roberson, like, wasn't like he had an open shot and he passed it up. He's like, bro, you got to shoot that ball. What are you doing? (laughs) You know, like he, you gotta, you gotta, I think he's getting in guys faces, man, but that's just going to make them better. I, but I think it's a lot of players. Like it's almost like like Joe Harris, the very early part of the season kind of did that a little bit. And Mm -hmm. him and Kyrie were like, what you're the best three point shooting in the league. What are you doing? And I think it's almost like, you don't. it's almost like you almost are like, they almost command so much respect. Like I like Kevin Durant. You're like, I don't want to not shoot it if, if he's supposed to shoot it. Right. Right. And so like, he almost needs to be like, bro, you are here because you're a great three point shooter. Cause you're that. a shooter. You, he's like, that's your job here, man. Like don't, don't pass it to me. If you have a great shot, that's insane. Yeah. I yeah. almost think you, you need to almost like he has that's how much respect he commands is. And then what happens? Joe Harris goes on and lead the league. Yeah. Yeah, he did again, man. I love, I love that he did that twice. There you go. Terrence, do you remember that interview? Um, I don't, I'm sure you've seen it. The uh, I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. You know who I am. Bro, I, I stumbled. I don't oh, know Oh, that why. needs to be a drop. We, Bro, I, I sh- I you should pull that up right now. Yeah, I, Terrence, I should pull it up. <laughs> I legitimately, I, I, I fell into this, um, the, you know, just a random YouTube hole when I was searching videos. And I came across, mm-hmm. there's two videos I love. There's the right before he said, the right after he said that. There's after the Warriors beat the Clippers in that first round. And the Clippers won twice in that round. In that, first round but it was the interview with lou will and with patrick beverly it's a really funny interview and because they're like we tried everything you know he went off like 54 that game and they're like he's kevin durant like what do we want to do and then there's that interview where they said that well yeah they were like you should pull it up i don't know if we can maybe we'll edit around it but there's a fun go to youtube right now what more could you have done to slow kevin down especially in the first half i answer this what you think (laughs) <laughs> you played basketball before? What you think? Honestly, that's an honest question. What you think? You watch a lot of basketball. You with ESPN. What? I mean, I mean, he's Kevin Durant. I promise we tried. <laughs> we didn't roll over. And we didn't just say, hey, man, you know what? Just come on, give us 50 tonight. Of course not. You know, he's a hell of a player. The shots he took, you know, he made some tough shots. Blue little right here is my If you was a coach, what you tell us to do? Thank you. <laughs> to take to 
we tried everything. <laughs> all right, all right. So we, we we tried everything. We had we had several different coverages for KD, and they didn't work. <laughs> yeah, like like sometimes sometimes you come across special people, and it doesn't matter what you send to them. It's no scheme. It's no def It's no nothing that you can do with special people. He's one of them, and he showed it tonight. He put them guys on his shoulders, and. Even the game that he that he came out, he was like, "I'm Kevin Durant. Y'all know who I am," and that that's a bold statement to make when you're about to go see some guys that's extremely competitive. And he came out that game, and he said, "I can really shoot over these guys," and he did it. So it wasn't lack of effort on our part. He's an all-world professional, and he proved himself. He proved exactly who people think he is, who he think he is himself, 100%. and he did it. And you tilt your hat off to a guy like that. Isn't that interview great though? Oh, yeah. Well, we had a nice flow of the game. You know, let's, let's go back to the whole last month of the season. We've been playing this way for a while. And when we got to this series, um, you know, game one, we had some nice momentum. They're playing a gimmick defense, which has been working, top blocking everything on the perimeter. So guys not even looking at the three-point line. They're just forcing guys inside the three-point line. So for us, when I get the ball in my spots, you know, I got a pest, Patrick Beverly, who was up underneath me. Well, I could definitely shoot over top and score every time if it's a one-on-one -on -one situation. But we got a guy that's dropping and helping, and then we got another guy that's just sitting on me waiting, waiting for me to dribble the basketball. If I put the basketball on the floor, I can, you know, I could probably make 43% of my shots if I shoot them like that. But that's not really going to do nothing for us at, uh, with the outcome of the game, you know, because we got a nice flow. Everybody touching the rock, everybody shooting and scoring. So I'm not going to get in the way of the game because, you know, I want to have a little back and forth with Patrick Beverly. I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Y'all know who I am. <laughs> Yo, here's here's the thing about that I love. First off, getting in the mind of him. You see how he analyzed the shit out of that? He just exactly. He did. He did. He just. He did, that, that's what sure. he, he doesn't really talk about that much. But you can see the basketball mind right there of him just going. You know, he can explain everything I could do. I could put on the floor. I hit 43% of them. Is that what we want to do? Is that the efficiency we want to go for? And then the insane level of confidence with, with zero like cockiness. He's just like, I'm Kevin Durant. Like, you know who I am. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I mean, he played it out to a point where it's, look, I'm already, I know what's going on. Yeah. Because the first thing he said was they playing a gimmicky defense. Yeah. So he's like, I'm already, I see this. I know what's going on or whatever, but we're going to continue to do this. I can, I can, when I want to, when I'm ready to, I could do what I want to do. Yeah. And I just think him's like the thing that I'm Kevin Durant. It's like, he is such a, he's such a name. Yeah. You know, like that means something like he's Kevin Durant. It's not just like, oh, he's just, no, no, he's Kevin Durant. He's not going to get into it with these people and do all this shit. Like, he'll do what he needs to get done. And I just, I fucking love that quote. But anyway. Love it. Love back it. on track. Um, yeah, I, I think that th that's the thing about, like, it's like not having false modesty, but not also being cocky. It's a hard thing to do. Not a lot of people can really pull that off. But I think that's a good example of what he did right there, you know? Yeah, I mean, look, Katie's going to be, I mean, he is going to be cocky. Let's let's not. But he like wasn't there. Is what I'm saying. Cocky. Like, and I, I, don't, I don't. That's think just he, a part of his makeup. I think. I, I don't like think. It. He, I don't, I don't think he's especially it. cocky though. I've never seen him. Like, I mean, maybe here and there, but I don't think he's ever like, I'm just the best so. ever, and you guys can't. This like maybe on the court a little bit because you have to be more on the court. But I don't think he ever really does like that. But 
Yeah, I don't know. You, you got to respect a man like that, you know? Yeah. Sure. Glad he's on our team. Yeah, thank God, right? Um, <laughs> so, Terrence, let's talk about these these Derrick Rose comments. You hear about these? I saw it trending. I was like, this is way too long. And is he retiring? So I'll, I'll summarize it for you. He basically said... Um, some people were like, oh, you know, like it's uh, every time he does anything, it's like a vintage Rose. And he was like, it ain't vintage Rose. He's like, I'm not jumping and dunking like I used to. I'm not making these crazy crossovers. He goes, that's really not my game anymore. He's like, I changed. It's not vintage Herky at all. Jerky. Yeah, he said, there's nothing vintage about my game and my floaters. I don't dunk or jump high anymore. I'm not killing you with speed, nor am I a one-man fast break anymore. I don't even sh- uh, sh- shoot my reverse layup. I'm a totally different player. And so that's the thing, like, he's 100% right. I hate, people do this all the time. Anyone, I tell a player goes through like, bad spell everything then he becomes vintage after everything he does mm-hmm. you know and he's actually this isn't vintage he reinvented like, oh his you're game. doing the old the old you yeah like d rose scoring i guess you could say he's vintage but that's he's always scored he, he never really stopped doing that so i don't know what are your thoughts on these comments uh i mean vintage what do you think mm-hmm. on him saying like he's not vintage it's not vintage he's, he's changed just, his he's game. not yeah i mean i think that's a perfect way to put it right it's just like look like stop Stop calling me. Stop expecting that version of me because I'm no longer that that player. I'm no longer that guy. You know, like I'm, if I'm looking a certain way or whatever, then cool. You know, like but like you said, like I don't, I don't. I'm not dunking on people's heads. That oh my god, that Derrick Rose dunk. Oh yeah, on, that, um, that Gordon double Drogic. clutch one. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's a good one. He'll, he'll but, never live that down. But I, I do agree, man. Like it's a, he's 100 percent right. It's not vintage anything. This is not the old Derrick Rose. He, he puts it right here, by the way. He says, I love chess. So I'll put it this way. I lost my queen early in the game, but I fought my fucking way back to get one of my pawns down to the board to get her back. If you know chess, it's a very hard process to achieve. That is, it's, yeah. And, and it's 100%. It, it actually is a good analogy, right? Like, he did lose his queen early on. The, the injuries completely sapped the thing that made him so good. But he figured out a way, after a lot of hard work, to change his game up and to be effective again. And so that's why it's like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, I think it's a really honest, that's the thing. He realized a couple of years ago, I've heard a few stories about someone came up to him, you know, on the street and they're like, oh, yo, D Rose, you the man. And he's like, nah, man, not anymore. You know, like he's just super humble about it. And it's, it's tough, yeah. but he, you have to come to those terms with like, I'm not that guy anymore. And it's a hard thing yeah, to do, and, especially and when he was like 30, that. he had to do that. You know, it's like not, it's not an easy he's, thing to do. He's accepted that. And I think it's time for the rest of the media to accept that as well yeah well said yeah, yeah. because listen it, it's unfortunate you know people want everyone would want to be lebron or mj or or, or you know the p- handful of people who can play at this super high level for their whole career but it just doesn't always happen and for rose there's obviously the sadder because he was like mm-hmm. 23 when he got in 24 and he's never been able to be that player again but he's still especially effective over the last couple of years he knows coming off the bench and playing his you know this new <clears throat> excuse me this new game is effective, you know, getting guys yeah. involved and getting involved and into the lanes and, and these floaters and everything like it works. So I respect it, man. That's why a lot of respect for Derek Rose. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, he's playing unbelievably well as well. Um, I watched seasons, the Knicks. He's played real well, man. Yeah. I watched the Knicks game um, and he carried them back into that game. They were, they were pretty much out of it early. Um, but Thibodeau, Thibodeau is such a good coach, man. He is. Good he's coach such a good, He sat his entire starting five. 
he said, I mean, you know, I think, I think, I think, I think it's not uh, doing well. A confident coach will do that. You know, we'll go, you know what, man, I don't care if your starters or that's not. A You're pop just move. not giving it up. That's, that's a, a pop that's, move. That is a pop. Kenny Atkinson's move. done that. I've seen him do that. Yeah. Once. And you see the players that come from kind of like, I don't, I don't know if Thibs is under the pop umbrella. I'm not sure. I don't think he is, no. He's not. Kenny, I know, is for sure. Kenny Atkinson is. Coach Kenny Bud is. A, um, few people, a lot of people. Are I think Mike point. Malone. Uh, I'm sorry, Michael Malone. Um, Michael Malone. Same umbrella as well. Yeah, he doesn't like to be called Mike Malone. Oh, is he not Mike? Okay, I, I expect it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, one of the, I think it was Cassie, somebody tried to interview him. Was like, Coach Mike Malone. He's like Michael. Michael. And I listen. If I have nothing against that, you know, like. What I, what I I used to be called Joseph when I used to call myself Joseph and then you Giuseppe obviously, people call me Joe. You even do it like a lot of people just start calling me Joe. I've never told my anyone to call me Joe, but yeah. I also didn't want to kind of be an ass and say oh, my name is Joseph or whatever. So I respect that if you want to just say, listen, like don't. Yeah, look, I I love it when people correct people about their names. Like yes, it's, don't let it's someone call you the. So, by the way, it's, Hip yeah. Hip if Hip is listening to this, a good friend of ours, Hip. Uh, hip. When we met him, at, at, when we worked at Toys R Us together, he got introduced and I was like, his name is Hippolito. And I was like, you, you go by, what do you go by, Hippolito? What do you go by? He said, you should call me Hip. I was like, all right, cool. So the whole mm-hmm. fucking store knows him as Hip. We've known the guy for years. Years later, we find out no one on the planet other than us people who work with him call him Hip. Call Everyone him calls him hip. Chris, which mm-hmm. is his middle name. I was like, why didn't you just say that when we met you? I asked you, what do you want me to call you? That's mm-hmm. weird. Hip. If you're that. listening, that's weird. Um, <laughs> that's a weird thing to do. But that's the thing. So like, yeah, like just say what you want to be called. Unless it's something bizarre, like you want to be called fucking dumb fat idiot or something. But if you have a name you prefer, even if it's your middle name, we talked about that with Ja Morant. Like his name is like Demetrius Jamel, and he wants to go by Joss. That's what you call him, Ja. Absolutely. Yeah. I I agree though. I respect that. Um. No, but we're saying good things. Um. Also, I'm rooting for the Knicks too. So. I am largely because I have a bet. That the Hawks won't get past the first round. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I, I, I think it, I think it is a pick'em series, and a lot of people keep saying that. And I, I honestly could. That agree. one's just that it's a t- it's a tough matchup. They're both it is, equally yeah. good teams. I I honestly don't and know I, who I has the advantage. I think they're very well two teams. Two great coaches. Look at it. Yeah, like it's it's like okay, well, this talent. can go this can go either way. Um, but I think the Knicks don't have a Trey Young, <laughs> and I think I that's think what, well, to remember, that, Julius Randle had a shit first game. Over. You know, like he's had a bad first game and that I, will, I think it was nerves. And that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't I be surprised if sure. he bounces right back. Like, listen, the Knicks have to win the next game. They can't go down to oh, and then go no. to Atlanta. So go they got to win. Atlanta, no. They got to win this the game, too. But then they also have to win game three or four. You got it. Yeah. You got to take home, home court back. And, if, and look, if if that happens and they go to game five tied up, then it's just mm-hmm. like we're, it's anyone's game again. Yeah. You know? and, and look, first game, first playoff, first playoff game. In New York, I'm sorry, in the Garden for it's it's been, 2014. Yes, yeah, it's like 2013, 2014, right? Oh, it was 2013. Yeah, you're right, because 14 they missed. You've been it. an All Star, so you know, like everyone's looking at you. I think he literally just like I wouldn't say folded, but he, he was just, a little, yeah, you know, like that's a big listen, stage man, to be on. That's a big listen, stage man, to be it's, on. It's that happens to a lot of people. If it becomes consistent, it's a problem. It's yeah. a one game thing. That's what. Listen, it's Hopefully fun. there's some vets in there to tell him like, look, D Rose is one game. Expect, one, yeah, expect D Rose to yeah. help him through that. Yeah, it's just one game. Doesn't matter how much you lost by. Doesn't matter how you mm-hmm. lost. Because it's just one game. It's over. just one game. Yeah, Let's I expect. I expect a, a very good game from Julius Randle tomorrow. I, me too, for sure. I think they play tomorrow. Absolutely. Um, speaking of 
uh, Derek Rose and everything, Terrence. Let's go over uh, really quick. So they announced the finalists for all the awards this mm-hmm. month, this this year. I just want to go over them and see what we think. We talked about some of these offhand. So NBA Coach of the Year, Quinn Snyder for the Jazz, Tom Thibodeau for the Knicks, Monty Williams for the Suns. Mm-hmm. Who did you, I think? I think I brought these three up, and you added one person when we brought this up a few. Weeks I think ago. I added Doc to it. You you did. There you go. You added Doc. I think okay. I added Doc, that's a, yeah. And I think that's a fair choice. But of these three, yeah. who who do you, I, who do you think is going to get it? I know who my my vote is for this. Coach of the year. Yeah, who thinks going to win of those three? I think I think it goes to uh, Monty Williams. I agree. Yeah, it yeah, because I think listen, Quinn Snyder, Quinn Snyder probably deserves it. Deserves one because he's done a great job the last few years. Tom Thibodeau obviously did fantastic with the Knicks, but man, the Suns are the second in the league. I mean, bro, I thought they were going to be like. Maybe a forty. No one saw them or a thirty-six. Yeah. like no one. No one saw them improving from the bubble. Thirty-something like wins to yeah. It, if it had been a regular season, they would have been like 59, 58 wins. I mean, in that's, the bubble, the on. only team to go undefeated, you know, um, and still not make it. Remember, they they still didn't yeah, make they it, didn't. even though they went with uh, undefeated the in the bubble. Had the bubble not happened, they might. They probably wouldn't have won. They probably wouldn't have had a good of record. I don't think they would have gone like eight and zero in the next eight games they played. Like I think. The bubble helped them. For yeah, sure. I think it kind of recalibrates some stuff, and they came, and it was it was almost a more playoff environment where you like you have these handful yeah. of games to make it. It was a it was um, a, a eye awakening moment for a lot of those guys. It was it it, yeah. it, it put D book on the stage, and, right. and it made, he showed exactly. up. Yeah, he showed up for sure. Um, yes, yeah, so I think it's got to go to Monty Williams. I think the other two, a they did, they did fantastic jobs. I'm not going to sit here and tell you they didn't. Yeah. Um. But I agree with Monty Williams. Speaking I mean, of one people's... team in the West with, with Queen Snyder two, two. and then oh yeah, uh, freaking Thibs, you know, got Knicks a home court advantage. Speaking of a fr- freaking playoffs, and speaking of like, first yeah. round, first time in the playoffs, Devin Booker, thirty four points, seven boards, eight assists. Man, I watched that. I watched well. that game. It's a really good game. Really good game, bro. DeAndre Ayton. We was we was texting when we were game texting. DeAndre time. Ayton had the quietest but effective game. 21 points. I, yeah. Bro, I didn't six, even notice until you told me. You was I like, th- yo, like I thought I was like double double, like an easy double double. I was like, he kept on getting these really good putbacks. He kept on getting like really good like defense. I was like, he's he was there, yeah. It, people aren't paying working. attention. Dude, he had 16 boards. It was an eight and eight split, man. Eight offensive rebounds, Terrence. He he, he played great, man. He outplayed Anthony Davis and uh Andre Drummond easily. I don't expect that to happen again, though. Not as easily, no. no. Um all right, so let's keep going. So, coach of the year, we did six man of the year. Uh, already went to Jordan Clarkson, Jordan who I think Clarkson. we both probably well would have went with. I'm happy D Rose got third place, though. Some, some, yeah. uh, well deserved recognition let's, let's there. Yeah, dude. Little... Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. Well deserved. First ever Utah draft player. To, you know, the uh, Nets, the Nets have never had a six man in their whole the six man of the year. Uh, most improved player. My early call out back in like January, Jeremy Grant from the Pistons. You went with uh, Jeremy Grant. Well, early on, I I, I I was like, I want to point this guy out. He's averaging 24 a game up from 12 last year. And you even said you like it early, most improved. And I was like, he's looking like it. So I'm happy he got top three. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. and then Julius Randle. Julius Randle, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I think Michael Porter Jr. is the most improved, but I think Julius Randle will win it. Like Julius Randle averaged 19 last year, then 21 the year before. So I don't think it's the most improvement, though but- he's a great player. And yeah, it's not just but I don't scoring, think but... you can look, look. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you can look just at the scoring. Like when you look at 
him improving as a player, as an all-around player. You look at Julius Randle and that Knicks team, and, and you and if anybody asks who's the leader of the team, they're gonna be like, "Oh, it has to be that guy, right?" And I agree. I agree. I'm not gonna be mad. I assume he'll win it, Randle. Um, and I'm not mad at it, but I do think Michael Porter Jr. is the most improved. Like he went from a guy who was barely playing last year. He played in the bubble, but even before he was not playing much, to having a big role and playing really good basketball. So to me, the most improved is him. But Julius Randle, I think, will probably take it. Yeah. Yeah. Defensive player of the year was a little strange, Terrence. Um, so Gobert got nominated, which we both assume. I think we I think we're both saying he's gonna lose. Tis lose. And if Draymond, he loses, it's only because somebody voted wrong. Draymond Green, which I didn't really expect. He's a great defensive player, but I didn't know he had that kind of season this year. Did you? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, he, I, he's averaging like 1.7 steals. Something was really good. And, and I don't know, I just a little surprised. And then Terrence, like I said, all you got to do is say it and people will vote you in. Ben Simmons ben got Simmons. nominated. I told you, it's all you have to do. I, did I not say that like a month ago, Terrence? Did I not say, if you just say it, it people will believe sense. you. The, 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 was I wrong? I never, I, he's the only one who I heard say this all year. Maybe Miles Turner said it, but Ben Simmons said, I'm the best defensive player of the year. He said it multiple times, like a month ago. And look at this, he's there. So how much, how much did Bradley Bill and, uh, how much did Bradley Bill have last game? Points? Yeah. Um, can, we, can we get that really quick? I'll pull that stuff for you, Terrence. Why you think, did he yeah. guard, did he guard Bradley Bill? I think he was on Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill put up 33 game. points, 10 rebounds, six assists. Bradley Bill <laughs> 13 of 20, wait, 23. Wait. That's a pretty good percentage. Bradley, how much how much did Bradley Bill have? That's game points. Jokes? 30 33 points. points. On the so-called guy who's claiming to be the defensive player of the year. Ben Simmons went three of nine for six points. Ben, I'll shut him, the hell up. Wait. <laughs> but Terrence, this is the world we live in. So you're saying that, but he is he I don't think he'll win it, but he's the top three oh because he God. said it. That's all you have. I'm t- Terrence, that's all and it Bradley is. Bradley Bill comes and dropped 33 on your head. Yeah. And to be fair, the Wizards almost had them in that game. And it, right. Like, what are you I, listen, talking about? The one thing man, I'm saying, I'm, 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 not, I don't, I'm not happy the Wizards necessarily made the playoffs because I don't really like that team, but I'm happy because they're going to give the Sixers a good first round. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna I don't know that they're going to win good, many gonna, games, maybe listen, one, but. I, I see it. I already see the Wizards just being tough on the Sixers. Yeah. And we need but, that because the Sixers have an absolutely. easy conference tire, final. Road. Tire them out. Look, first of all, Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris is showing his ass off right now. I told okay. you, he's, the, he's the Monte Ellis of this generation, he, man. Just completely is, underrated yeah, and never goes to the All-Star game. He's showing his ass off. I watched that game, and I was like, oh, oh, no, he's not playing right oh, now. Oh, what was that, Terrence? Guys. How many points did he have? 37, Terrence. 37, 37 did old Tobias Harris yeah. put up. Tobias Harris, Tobias Harris is, is easily showing his ass right now. Outplayed um, uh, Joel Embiid. For sure. But here's the thing, though. What I do see the Wizards team doing is just being hungry. And just yeah. going for it, they already know. They, they know they shouldn't have even lose. almost been there. Like they really, yeah. back they like moonwalked into the playoffs. That, so. that team is they have the sort of Russell, uh, Russell Westbrook slogan mentality, which is the why not. Right. And I, I think, I think they're honestly, uh, I think they're honestly going by that. You know, I like, um, I like Robin Lopez developing a hook shot. That, that was actually Dude, he's he's playing. Game. He he's like he has these random games where we have like 15, 18, 20 points Rob, because but they know he hasn't doing anything else. A blessing. Yeah. It's it's you so know, funny. You don't expect it. It's no. just a blessing. That's the thing. He just yeah he has a nice little hook shot, nice little mid range. So yeah. Um. 
I still can't believe the Grizzlies beat the Jazz. I know the Jazz didn't have didn't have Good Donovan game. Mitchell. Great game. I didn't. I, I ended up watching it. I was uh, I was doing something else. Um, yeah, I was falling asleep, but I like the last like three minutes. I wound up like forcing myself. I to would stay be up. surprised if the if the uh, Jazz don't blow them out in game two. I think they're pissed. I think Donovan Mitchell has literally said he's pissed. He got held out of game one. I think they're going to come and just dominate them game two. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they win the next four games. But the Grizz- I think the Grizzlies are hungry. They're- it's kind of like the- we just talked about Patrick Beverly and Lou Will. I think they're going to like sneak another win out of this. I think the Jazz are going to win the next like two games, and then they're going to win like another game. I don't think they'll take back-to-back um, I think in, the- in Utah. I think the Jazz are... Not at all. Mm, that's a good point. I just think the Grizzlies are going to... It's going to be a six-game series. I think the Grizzlies are going to like figure out a way to get one more win. Like They're just scrappy, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like I um, Dylan Brooks, man. Dylan Brooks, Brooks is making man. this. He's he's making his a name for himself right now. Dylan he's Brooks, turning, that dude um, Tillman, who looks like he's forty four already, and he's like I think twenty. Yeah, yeah. The was rookie. I wrong? You didn't respond to that that thing. No, I didn't. I didn't know even know who he was or whatever. But I, cause I remember watching that when he was playing the Warriors. Does he not look? Does he not look fifty yeah. years old? Yeah, he has. He's a, literally twenty one. He has a Greg Oden syndrome for sure. A Greg Oden syndrome. Yeah. Um. Definitely. All right. So. Rookie of the year is probably the hardest to call, Terrence. You have LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, mm-hmm. Tyrese Halliburton. Now, I think LaMelo is borderline the best of them, but Anthony, but he missed a big chunk of time. And then Anthony, Anthony Edwards came. Yeah. really came on strong. I, came, yeah. I think Tyrese yeah. Halliburton won't win it, but he that's but he, he played really well. But I don't I don't know, man. How many let's see how many games LaMelo played? Um, while you're looking for that. I personally think that they should split the award. I think 50, you should have a 51 Jason K. Gray Hill. So he missed 21 games, did LaMelo ball. That's sizable. Yeah, um, but this, his impact when he was there is, is you know, very And Edwards played all 72. He, had, he also scored more points. I think it's no more noticeable. I think I think you I should will, split the award. Yeah, but... Is the did that happen with J, with Jason Kidd and uh, Grant Hill because they literally got the exact same amount of votes? I'm not sure. I don't even. I, don't I think this is real. I, I guess I think Lamelo had a great year. I think Anthony Edwards it was more like an kind of eh, and they started to play much better, and he, he still needs to refine his game. But yeah, he, he got more comfortable. Yeah, um, got more. Comfortable I think in the game. I don't know. They might have to split it. I'd be fine with that if they yeah, split it. I, I and I think that'd be dope. If you had to, if you had to pick one that you think will win, not who you want, but who do you think will win it? Who would you pick? Who I think would win it? I yeah. think the NBA wants Lamelo to win it. I think he's the more mm. likable yeah. player right now. Not to say anything against Anthony. Edwards. I think he's just more exciting and yeah, and, yeah. His his yeah. name kind of does more so, but I agree. I think that would would be a little bit unfair to Anthony Edwards. So that's why I think splitting it would just make sense for the league. It's just like you know, hey, like. Both of these guys are great. They're going to carry our league for the next 12, 13, 15 years. Right. You know, like, it, and that's another thing, too. The the new players that we're seeing that's going to carry the league for the next decade, I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at it. No, at I mean, all. we've got some some good, like, Ja Morant. Um, Ja's going to be in Potentially there. De'Aaron Fox, if you can get the hell out of Sacramento. Uh, well, yeah, that's, that's, gonna, that's step one. That's going to be something, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I agree, man. There's some good young talent that you know, I think a lot of wise men when he gets better, he looks wise. Like he I mean, Tatum was part, he's only 23. Tatum, he's definitely, Tatum, oh, yeah. That. Tatum has another fucking 10, 12 but, years. But that's the thing you, you've seen how good Tatum has blown up to be the last two seasons. Like, 
I can't wait to see some of the other guys do that. Does John Moran, like who, when they take that next step from like really good to like all-star, all-NBA to potentially? So I, I have to ask this question because I was watching a game with Ja playing. Who does Ja remind you of if you had to go like a player, you know, that he kind of embodies? Huh. Um, that's an interesting question. Um, I, I can go first. I yeah, can go who, first who, do you, who do you got? Okay. To me, and this is just to me, I think he has a bit of Allen Iverson in him. I could see that. I could see I, that. I think he has a bit of uh, uh, John Wall and Russell Westbrook in him. Mm, I don't know about the Westbrook thing. He doesn't play. No, the only reason idiot. why I give him Westbrook is because he's a point guard that really can like get at the rim. You know, maybe a little, a little, a little vintage Derrick Rose. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. I can see a, I can see like a young year. Yeah, that because he's just that quick player, the slasher. Doesn't really have at the perimeter game quite there yet, but yeah. And the reason why I said that because he he made a play where he went up for a a layup on the left side of the rim, and he kind of just was like floating for a little bit, change, and then you know glided it in, and I was like. What the fuck? Yeah, but he has a good. That, he he's craftier on the rim. He has a nice yeah, series it was of like very, floaters and yeah, getting yeah. right in the side of the rim and a lot of those. Yeah. I really like yeah. so that you know that's that, that to me that's like more John Wallace, you know, and especially the speed. You know, at one point yeah, in speed, time, John, yeah, speed. John Wall was the fastest dude in the NBA. I think John Wall and Rose are in comparison slashers, fast players, yeah. guys who get people involved, good passes. No AI. AI too, AI too, but yeah, AI was yeah, it was something else, wasn't he? Um, AI. I, I say that because the floor, being on the floor, the under the rim, kind of you know, like being because of the way he dribbles, like he he does kind of like weave in and out of yeah. people and 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 get guys on his back and stuff. So a little bit of that too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If John Morant, the next step he needs to take is he needs to expand his three point shot because he hasn't really three mastered point. that yet. And yeah, if he can, if he can just get guys. Like his assists are usually like seven, seven and a half. And a reliant good. floater. He doesn't have a reliant floater yet. I and I see that because he keeps going for the layup. He needs yeah. the backboard. He I think he's got to work on floater. his shooting as a whole. It'll all like work out. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest thing, man, is is also like if you can average like eight and a half, nine assists, that's gonna look real good next to like mm-hmm. seven. You know, seven's good, don't get me wrong. Um, the last one, Terrence, um, most vibrant player. The finalists are Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, and Nikola Jokic. Uh, Steph got the finalist, which is pretty good. Steph got, he got to the finalist. Um, I think I think it's definitely going to um, Jokic. Yeah, I think it has to. I don't. I I I hope the league doesn't cheat Jokic out of. Oh, I would just be so pissed kinda, if he, kinda, he deserved it. this. Yeah, he deserved this award a, a long time ago. You know, as far as like this year, it was already like his to win, um, his to lose. I'm sorry. But yeah, I just hope that the league doesn't go, oh, well, let's give Steph a number because he's just exciting. You know, like, don't let's. Yeah, I don't, I, I, let's I not think do that. I don't think they're going to give to Steph. Happen. I think it's more likely they give it to Embiid over Jokic. I think Jokic is going to win it. I think he I played think every game this season. Too. He played like an MVP 100 percent of the time. And I think what I think the two biggest things that are working for him, one Will Barton and um, Jamal Murray go down. They still play fantastically. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, that's how good he is. Embiid got injured, which goes against Embiid and more for Jokic. The team still played really well without Embiid. So I think that I think Jokic has, has this in the bag. I think it's his to lose, like we said. Yeah, for sure. 
All right, Terrence, last thing I want to talk about before we go. Um, have you see, we've talked about, they talked about this for a couple of years now. They start to talk about it again, the mid-season tournament. Right, so they want okay, to have so it. So explain this to me because I don't really. They want to have, they basically want in the middle of the season, have a tournament, single elimination, um, where basically, I think, I, I don't know if it's all teams or top team, I think it's something like that. They compete in a single elimination and then whoever wins gets like a million dollars per person or something like that. Which I think is like, who gives a shit? Like, I don't care if they're winning a million dollars. A million dollars is enticing these players. I, I, especially <laughs> the, the, the non hundred million dollar players. Yeah. And then they got to pay taxes on it. So it's really only 500. I'll take $500,000 right now. But yeah. what I'm saying is I, I just, I don't know, man. Like I don't care about that. I can't, I want them to win a championship to win a championship. People winning a million dollars. Like I don't give a fuck about that. I just don't Wait, like the so idea of this. So what's the purpose mi- of this again? Like, they think it's, just... it's going to, they think one of the problems the NBA has is like, there's not enough excitement throughout the season, you know? So they want to add like a, this to make it more exciting in the middle of the season. And I just don't, I'm just not into it. No, and just fix the all-star game. They already did. Remember like two years, not last, this last one, but the I one mean, before, remember they made yeah. it more competitive. This yeah, last that, one got blown they, out. So. They just need to keep improving it. I mean, improve all-star weekend. And the, the NBA all-star weekend has always been the best all-star weekend in all sports. Yeah, always. for sure. I mean, football is whack as hell. Right. Nobody Baseball, really... no one gives a shit about. And I don't even know what hockey right. does. So there you go. So it just improve on that weekend. And you're good. The drafting players and keeping the players captains and things like that and getting rid of East and that West. That was fun. It's a great idea. Yeah. Great idea. This, this, is the problem, like, this is the problem. Like when these ideas, people are talking about these ideas, like when uh, uh, Adam Silver does, it usually happens is my, my, my problem, you know? And a lot, but there, there's, there's some obstacles. Like they're saying like some of these older players are like more vets. They, they're not going to want to do this shit. They're going to be like, I don't know. I'm not so. going to because, because these, that's the thing. The, the, the part of the question is they would have to cut. They wouldn't be 82 games. If they do this, they have to cut like four games out, which mm-hmm. then I, he, the problem I with mean, the, they wouldn't be against that. I know the players wouldn't be, the players wouldn't be against that, but yeah. that fu- he, it, maybe it's dumb. That fucks over records. You know, there's no the 73 and nine will be for, no one's gonna win 73 out of 78 ever. Again. You know, it's yeah, it's over. Happen. And then everything's fucked up, right? Four less games being like, like a 60 win season is now much harder to get. You know, even mm-hmm. 60 wins hard. And there's a bunch of stuff that would get fucked up, like record wise and all that kind of stuff. And I don't really like that. I just think I don't care. It's a mid season tournament. It literally means nothing. You win it. What does that mean? You didn't get a championship. You just get and some is money. It, what is it like? Is it? a team like if i'm the nets like i'll play in the mid-season tournament just so i get an extra million dollars yeah they just want to make it it? like oh hey there's a tournament so like people get talk about it and exciting that's what they want why that's what i'm saying why do you want to run the risk of players like what if they actually do this and take this serious right and like go hard for it and players just start getting hurt during that mid-season tournament and then they win it's like okay what did you win you you won the mid-season you win that it's not like an no, all-star game. Not it's work. not like the championship. It's just like, oh, you win the midseason tournament. I, that's that's not going to work. Listen, I really I've hope they said, don't have going through with it. I've always said the NBA just needs to improve on the all-star weekend. And the one thing that I think they should really look into is stop just allowing the players, the known NBA players, to do the dunk contest. Bringing these guys from I think YouTube, you should. I think you should. You, you need it. I don't mind bringing some like smaller you gotta like, bring in the guys from i don't like They're when they choose it. i don't like how they keep choosing these guys who are like played like three games it's like I, why are they in the dunk out i don't yeah, get dunked in college like is. yeah like i, I have listen, no idea who this is there's always like get like a it's nothing wrong with getting younger guys who are upcoming but get guys who are playing don't get guys who play like six games like that like ob toppin 
played like fucking 12 games. Like, yeah, but know. his dad was a dunker. So I, I don't give a shit. Well, okay, well, well, when if he gets minutes in a couple of years, like Larry Nance didn't get it until he was healthy, but then until he played some games, you don't just get to go. You need to actually yeah, but like nobody wants to do it. And the reason why nobody wants to do it is because it's not exciting. It's not to the point of Aaron Gordon well, cancel them. and um, Zach Levine. Yeah, but people it's were saying that, that people were saying that in 2015 and look what they did. Yeah, Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine came through. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's but only not cheat, and but then you cheat somebody like Aaron Gordon well, and then they good. but then now they look at it a certain way now. It's like why would the fuck would I do that? Aaron Gordon but, three but times didn't win it. <laughs> he, he, you know, he said he, he wears number fifty now in Denver because he has the most fifties out of any player in, in history. Most fifties ever and no no championships and, and no championships or whatever, no dunk contest winners, but but listen, it's a, it's about you have to come prepared, you know, like come up with some ideas, like think about different concepts, you know, like, listen, I just think they need to, the missing tournament's a terrible idea. And I think for the dunk contest, you just got to get guys who want to do it. Um, but all right, Terrence, let's guys go through our picks from last week. Do you have that in front of you? Definitely not going to want to do it. Um, yeah, last week we did, I think, up. just the four, the four uh, plans for the first day. We couldn't do any more because we didn't know who it would be. Um, do, 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 do. This is, yeah. So we just did Hornets um, Pacers. Pacers won. Pacers won for sure. Um, Celtics won. Easily. We both picked the Celtics. Who who picked Pacers? Well, picked Pacers. We uh both picked the Hornets. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody saw that blowout. Like, yeah, that. the Pacers can't because they they were saying like all these guys might be injured and Levert wasn't going to play. We were like, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that that was that was that was major. I th- so Grizzlies beat the Spurs. I think you picked. I think we split that one, right? Yeah, yeah. You took the Grizzlies. I took the Spurs. And then I think we both got the next one wrong. Lakers beat the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. We both took the Warriors. Well, that's a rough one. Yeah. yeah. For today, do you want to do today and tomorrow, or do you want to do like the just every game? Um, it's all, so weird, all right? Because it's a series, right? Like, so it's it's you know, like but still, it's you, still games. Do you, do you want? Do you want to just pick? Top. Do we want to just pick the next game each one of these teams play? Um, because it's only yeah. Let's let's just do the game. Like everybody's there's only game eight two. games, so we just choose yeah the next yeah. So like tonight, everybody's for instance, game two, right? Yeah, yeah. The Nets play the Celtics. Definitely going Nets on that one. I think we're yeah. gonna. I, th- I hope we just blow them out, man. Because we got off to. Some I think bad it'll be a gentleman sweep. I think the 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 Celtics will get one in their in their home. I agree. Then, I think they'll probably take game three, yeah, maybe four, it, but then it'll we'll be a, finish it'll it. It'll be a gentleman sweep for sure. Is that what's called? Yeah, yeah gentleman sweep. Yeah, when the other team just gets one. And the, but the nice part about their team getting one is that we get to finish it at home. Game five. Ooh, great. You know? great That's nice. Man. It's nice to finish the, uh, the series at home. But anyway, I think you're probably going with. But who are you going with on that one? Nets or yeah, Celtics? yeah, taking the Nets. Yeah, taking the Nets on that. Uh, Suns versus the Lakers. That's a oh, that's a tough one. <sighs> um, mm. um, I mm. imagine Chris Paul still playing, even if he is hurt. Yeah, that man, that's worrying. Did you see his shot? Yeah, after it, he got hurt, tell. he yeah, couldn't you, shoot. You can tell. You can tell he was struggling, and I was watching it, and I was like, oh, he he kind of forced that. He couldn't really, he just couldn't really shoot it at all. Like he was just sort of throwing it. Like it was Mm -hmm. really, Mm -hmm. I I will be so pissed if he actually like is injured and not to play. Cause that would just be such a depressing thing to happen. I hope not. Um, because it's, it's like, he's really, he really has bad luck. 
He does, man. Let him just get through like the if, fucking Like, if Chris Paul is hurt, he round. really just has bad luck. And I told you while I was texting you, I was like, if I'm Chris Paul and I get hurt this year, I'm just retiring. Yeah, and I, I don't want him to actually do that, but it's like he just can't seem to stay healthy I'm just, to I'm finish just this retiring. Playoff. Like, it's just like the regular season is it, and then, like, for some reason, I'm just not meant to get you know what's, past you know what's crazy? a certain point. In LeBron the and Anthony Davis are both listed as uh, day-to-day. It says they're both likely they're to play. I, I can't see him not playing, but yeah, they're they're playing. Um, if they are playing, I see the Lakers taking this one. I'm actually gonna go with the Suns. I'm gonna go with the Suns. Oh, okay. I think they 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 got the win. I think they're gonna be like, well, we can do this, especially at home. I think they, the Suns have some good fans, so I think they'll be good. I think the Suns are gonna take it. Yeah. I did um, notice that the Lakers bench isn't as uh, strong. No, they're not because Kuzma is just. That. I made the comparison the other day to some people. I was like, Kuzma is like, you know that. You know when you go to like an office building, they have like a ficus, like that tree that just sits in the corner. Mm-hmm. That's what he is. He's just like a ficus. He just stands I do around. like Caruso, though. I'll tell you that yeah. much. He's, it's sad, right? Caruso easily outplaying it. Kuzma. Kuzma was running like 12 he's million a year. It. And a lot of people are talking about Dennis Schroeder not taking that contract. And now they're looking at it like Dennis Schroeder or Alex Caruso. Mm. What's the thing? Schroeder wants to make more money than they're offering him. So I yeah, but you know, like this is if the coach has to take you out in the last couple of minutes of a game because your defense is just bullshit and you're asking for more money. Shoulders is put in Shoulders, a bench player. Shoulders better at the bench though. He's one. He's like a Lua. I think he's better off the bench than a starter. Personally, yeah. um, but he's not going to get paid uh, playing like that. So got to yeah, well, come to play. Yeah, but he can make a bit. He's also thinking like if they end up going to the finals. Like he has, you know, you can make, you can have one huge game and everyone remembers that. That's how fucking sure. people, that's how, what's his name? Um, Bismack Biombo got a massive contract. He didn't even play that well with Toronto in that postseason. He just had a couple of like really memorable games and he got like a $70 million contract that he didn't deserve. Um, Mavericks Clippers is an interesting series, man. Um, Clippers are coming back for sure. Yeah, I don't think Clippers they're, are going to lose. Gonna let them, they're not going to let them lose both games in LA. So I think Clippers taking this one. You took the Suns in another one, right? Yeah, Suns. And so we're both taking Clippers on this one? Yeah, yeah, both Clippers. All right. Tomorrow we have Sixers and Wizards. What do you think? You think the Wizards are going to get steal home court a little bit? No, not at all. <laughs> I, I could I could see them getting wily. But yeah, I'm going to go with the Sixers. I think the Wizards. Um, I think this is another gentleman sweep. Um, I think the Wizards, Wizards squeeze one out at home. And that's about I it. I agree. I agree. Uh, Knicks, Hawks. Even the Knicks are gonna. I like this. I like this. I, I love... actually, I'm in. I think I'm gonna enjoy this series a lot more than I thought. Right. I think they're two well matched teams. The four or five can often be that, like a really closely matched teams. I think I'm gonna go with the Knicks though. I think the Knicks know they kind of have to win. They can't lose the first two games in the Garden. I I I agree. I'm going with the Knicks as well. I I don't see. I think they'll they'll understand where they went wrong because I they didn't play bad. It's not like no. they played bad in that first game. They didn't play bad. I think I think they'll understand where they went wrong. I think they'll calm down. You know, kind of get their nerves going. And you know, um, fucking what's his name? Julius Randall isn't gonna have. Yeah, he's not game. gonna have a back to back. Yeah, he'll come no. back. He yeah, no no no, not at all. Um, so, yeah, I see the Knicks taking So both going Knicks. Um, the Grizzlies versus the Jazz. I'm definitely Ooh. going with the Jazz. I think the Jazz are going to be pissed when they play tomorrow. 
Yeah. Um, Jordan Clarkson coming off of a, uh, Award. I think he's he's just one sixth man. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell is coming back. hasn't played in like six weeks. I think they're yeah. I think they're gonna be pissed. You know, and I tell a story about Donovan Mitchell on the show often. He's a competitor. Yeah, he is. that dude. That dude wants to play and he wants to win. Not Perfect. only win, he wants to like take your heart out. Like that dude. He's a serious player. I love I love watching Donovan Mitchell play. For sure. Um, and then the last. What's today? The last few games we have Bucks Heat is actually going to be game three. Game three? Yeah, because they played yesterday. Oh, yeah, they in Miami. Uh, um, I think Miami. I think Miami I got embarrassed, same. and I think that they're wily enough to at least sneak one win out of the Bucks. So I think they're going to win tomorrow. Or not tomorrow, win Thursday. Yeah, same, same, same here. Um, Miami. They'll, they'll, okay. they'll get, they'll, I think they'll tie the series. I think they'll tie the series. They'll take both at home. I could see that. But we'll see. I mean, they got really fucked yesterday. I mean, they got obliterated. The first they went forty six to twenty that first quarter. <laughs> that was bad. I and always the, say, um, not I always say, but I always heard, um, when a team wins at home, that just means that they did what they were supposed to do. That's true. It is true. Uh, the last series here, also a very evenly matched one, is the Nuggets Blazers. That will also be Game Three in Portland. Um. Did you see Dame last night? No. Oh man, good game. He went, he went crazy in the second quarter. Did um, did um? They, I was reading the thing about how Aaron Gordon like you know played really well against him uh, defensively in the second half. Was that true? Uh, I I just don't know he that he's kinda, that good defensively. Uh, no, People they seem to really hyping that up. And I'm like, is yeah, he that good defensively? I can't, I can't say he slowed Dame down enough. And like I think That's what I'm saying like I just kinda, don't. He he. <laughs> I think Dame was like, yo, like I got us this far. I got, I kept this in the game, you know, like, so now I'm going to, I need everybody else to kind of pick up. Obviously, you know, halftime comes coaches make adjustments and things like that. So you put a bigger play on him and it just, he couldn't, he didn't quote unquote figure it out yet, you know, okay. but I think going into the next game, if you put a big, if you put Aaron Gordon back on him, he's going to have, have that figured out already. Yeah, so, I just don't I just don't know about his defensive flat his defensive abilities, uh, Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Who who do you think's winning that? Are you the Blazers? I think the are Blazers take are taking that. Yeah, they're at home. Yeah, I th- yeah. I agree actually. I think the Nuggets will might I think the Nuggets will, I think they'll split this the next two. So that the oh, Nuggets will win. Really be tied up going back to Denver. I, I do, yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's gonna be this game. Now I think the Portland's gonna win this game. I think they they're feeling good by splitting it. I think they're gonna come home. They got good fans too, so I think Portland wins this game. That's it, Terrence. That's the uh, the end of the series. Is is is. Yeah. Um, so that about wraps up the show. Um, of course, if you need emails, you can always email us at need I say more pod at gmail.com. For sure. Um, but yeah, man. So we always end the show, of course, with some cookie cutter fortune cookie advice cookie by one bullshit. by oh. one T gathers. <laughs> Uh yeah, so today I think last um, week you had a good one, so let's can we follow it up. Did I? Oh, I don't remember I anymore. I don't remember either. Uh, so today is inspired by um a man called uh Bruce Lee. A man called said, you don't hear that often. A man called a man, Bruce Lee, not named man, called. A man called Bruce Lee. You know, um, that's how legend he is. He, he is an absolute legend. Like, you know, name. You know, but the man called Bruce Lee. Um, who's who once said uh be locked. Be like water, 
And I will use that because as I'm sitting near my window and say, uh, be like the wind. And what you mean by be like the wind is be a part of everything. So what was one of those your your thing? Yeah. Which one was it? Be like the wind, which means to be a part of everything. Mm, I don't, I don't, uh, I mean, you stole, you basically stole the entire thing from Bruce Lee, number one. Number two, I don't know. Be like the wind, be like everything. What does that mean? Is that good? Is that good that you want to be like everything? No, you want to be, be a part of everything. You know, just I don't the, want to be part the, of everything. The fear of not being afraid of, of, of not being afraid to be a part of everything. You know, like the wind is and the wind and the air is constantly a part of everything. It's there. The Sorry, no, I'm, I'm going to have to give you a, a loss on that one, Terrence. It's not, uh, <laughs> not your best one. Um, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next week on the backcourt. Peace.